This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 476. Simplify for your best health by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hello there, happy Monday to you. Welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily where we do something much different than the typical podcast. Besides airing a new episode every weekday, we simply find blogs and get permission from the websites to narrate them for you. Here on this show, I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more. And then on most Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, before I get to today's post, a big thanks to Canaday for sponsoring this episode. You feed yourself nourishing good food to stay healthy, so shouldn't your pet also get the same? That's why I feed my cats Canaday. Canaday is an independent and family-owned pet food company who uses the same care and the same quality ingredients they want for their own pets when making their pet foods. In keeping with their commitment to pets and their people, Canaday has taken the first steps at Canaday Farms to getting involved in growing some of the ingredients they use. Go to canaday.com podcast to try Canaday for free by requesting a free sample and get other special offers. That's C-A-N-I-D-A-E dot com slash podcast. And in fact, Canaday was kind enough to send me a free sample bag for my kitties and they are obsessed with it. All right, I'm sure you're excited to hear today's post, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Simplify for your best health by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. How many times have you thought, this flu or migraine or virus is my body's way of letting me know I need to slow down? If you ever wake up exhausted, feel run down, or are frequently sick and think, I need to take better care of myself, you understand firsthand how the stress of busyness can wear you out. I used to be proud of my busyness. Knowing that I was in demand made me feel important. Exhausted and stressed, but important. I don't think busyness was the actual cause of my MS, but I'm sure that my MS was my body's way of rejecting my lifestyle. Working more, spending more, having more, eating more, and doing more wore me down and literally broke my body. It wasn't until I intentionally began to slow down and live with less that I began to heal. I believe I had MS for 10 years before I was diagnosed in 2006, but I was too busy to notice the symptoms and connect the dots. I was too busy to pay attention to the small signals that something was wrong. Even after I was diagnosed, I didn't stop. I wanted to be strong. I wanted to prove that I was fine. I wasn't fine. I was terrified. I thought I would wake up blind or not be able to feel my feet hit the floor when I got out of bed. I felt tired. Months of tests and worrying were completely exhausting. I felt apprehensive. I didn't want to tell anyone, especially my family. I didn't want to worry them. I felt devastated. I especially didn't want to tell my daughter that I was sick. I knew she would be scared. I felt confused. I didn't know enough to take action. And I felt sad. I didn't want things to change. I was all of those things, but it didn't take long to move out of the negative. It took me time to figure things out and make big changes in my life. But within a few weeks, a shift in attitude changed everything. I became grateful. I knew it could have been so much worse. I became faithful. I was confident that God had my back. I became determined. If there was a way to reverse this irreversible disease, I would figure it out. I became supported. My family let me know that they were there for me every step of the way. I became empowered. I learned quickly that 
I know my body best and that I could hire and fire doctors. I became focused. My health became the most important thing and nothing else mattered much. I stopped worrying about the what ifs and started thinking about how to be healthy. I had to recognize that I had contributed to my poor health and believe that I could turn things around and then admit that I didn't know what I was doing and would need help. With that, I learned that admitting weakness can be the greatest sign of strength. There is speculation on how stress impacts disease, but here are some examples. Quote, chronic stress exposes your body to unhealthy, persistently elevated levels of stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. Common physical signs of stress include dizziness, general aches and pains, grinding teeth, clenched jaws, headaches, indigestion, muscle tension, difficulty sleeping, racing heart, ringing in the ears, stooped posture, sweaty palms, tiredness, exhaustion, trembling, weight gain or weight loss, and upset stomach, WebMD. And from another source, quote, stress alone does not cause diabetes, although it may be a trigger for autoimmune disease as in type 1 diabetes. There's also evidence that chronic stress increases the risk of the development of a complex condition known as metabolic syndrome. Metabolic syndrome includes features such as abdominal obesity, abnormal blood fat levels, high blood pressure and insulin resistance, which increases the risk of type 2 diabetes. BBC Health. And lastly, another source. Quote, stress can trigger both migraine and tension type headaches. Events like getting married, moving to a new home, or having a baby can cause stress. But studies show that everyday stresses, not major life changes, cause most headaches. Womenshealth.gov. A study done by Carnegie Mellon scientists demonstrated that subjects who had been through stressful experiences were more likely to develop colds. Speculation or not, it is crystal clear to me that stress makes you sick. Stress comes from food, fear, worry, busyness, bad relationships, debt, drama, clutter, and a host of other internal and external factors. Simplifying your life will reduce stress and make room for your best health. Here's how to do that. One, declutter. Literally make space by getting rid of the stuff that doesn't matter. Two, say no. Every day you have hundreds of chances to say yes or no. And every time you say yes when you want to say no, you cheat yourself and the project or person you said yes to. Three, eat awesome. Food will make the biggest difference in how you feel. It can change your body on a cellular level. Four, visit your doctor. Have regular checkups and form a relationship with the doctor you trust. Five, take a walk. Give yourself time to move and breathe and think aside from your usual hustle and bustle. Six, start a morning routine. Dedicating a block of time before your day triggers actions that heal, calm, energize, and or inspire. And seven, disconnect. You have to unplug and disconnect from phones and computers so you can fully connect to what means most in your life. While busyness may not have been the direct cause of my MS, I do know that reducing my stress, my stuff, my busyness has absolutely contributed to my good health. I feel better and MRI scans show no new lesions, no active demyelination, and actual improvement, also known as reversal, in previously demonstrated white matter volume loss. It's remarkable, and according to my neurologist, not a result of drug therapy alone, but a combination of diet, exercise, and lifestyle changes. When I talk to newly diagnosed MS patients or people who reach out with other conditions, I tell them that what will make the biggest difference in the course of their disease is an awesome medical and support team, 
improved diet, and simplifying every part of their life. I don't miss eating animals. Slowing down didn't make me irrelevant. Quitting my job didn't make me broke. Keeping my computer closed over the weekend doesn't make me unpopular. MS changed my life in the best possible way. Get out of your busy addiction. Slow down and listen instead of being overwhelmed with options, decisions, drama, and worry. Simplify your life and make your best health matter. Have you noticed that simplicity has improved your health? Postscript. A results may vary disclaimer. This post is about my experience and how stress affects health. That will look very different for each of us, but there's information here that can help you or someone you know if you're open to it. You just listened to the post titled Simplify for Your Best Health by Courtney Carver of bemorewithless.com. A big thank you again to Canada. You feed your body good food to stay healthy and in shape. So shouldn't that be the same for your pets? Your pet deserves the best food, and that's why we feed our cats Canada. Canada is an independent and family-owned pet food company who uses the same care and the same quality ingredients they want for their own pets when making their pet foods. In keeping with their commitment to pets and their people, Canada has taken the first steps at Canada Farms to getting involved in growing some of the ingredients they use. My cats got to try their food and loved it. To say they are obsessed with it is an understatement. They figured out exactly where we keep the Canada food and will sit outside that door together, staring, just waiting for us to open that door again. This is five-star rated, top-reviewed pet food, and my cats agree. So go to Canada.com slash podcast to try Canada for free by requesting a free sample. And you'll get other special offers too. That's C-A-N-I-D-A-E dot com slash podcast. Again, that's com slash podcast to try Canada for free. When Courtney was describing how she initially felt after her diagnosis, I could absolutely relate. It brought back a lot of memories for me because when I was, oh, sophomore in college, I was diagnosed with a chronic condition that's considered irreversible. So when she was describing how she was terrified and apprehensive and devastated and sad and confused, I could still remember those feelings. But like her, I eventually turned it around. It wasn't instantaneous. But I completely agreed with her statement when she said that her disease changed her life in the best possible way. That's how I felt about mine. It woke me up. It got me to think about how I respond to stress. What happens if I do start exercising and eating better? And sure enough, just like Courtney experienced, I started to feel better. My medications went down. And now the doctors don't even think I had the disease anymore. And so if I can do it, a person who didn't really care to eat all that nutritiously, didn't care about exercise, liked to get stressed out, I guess that's the best way to describe it. If I can do it, if Courtney can do it, then you can too. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. Thank you as always for being here and listening every day. I wish you a very happy Monday. I hope you have a great start to your week. I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, 
Come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.